Welcome to Black History 365 Throwdown, a series where I explain, educate and explore historical events on some black figures in world history, and recount the struggles and triumphs of black people worldwide. I'm Yos Yusuf Rissi, and on the season 8 premiere, I present the story of South African activist Steve Biko. Nelson Mandela was a significant figure in South African history, especially during the apartheid era in the country, which cost him his freedom for 27 years. However, as much of a prominent figure Mandela was, Steve Biko brought forth the philosophy of black consciousness to South Africa that was much needed. In this episode of Black History 365, The Throwdown, I'll be presenting the story of South African civil rights activist, Steve Biko. Born on December 18, 1946, Steve Biko was a South African activist who pioneered the philosophy of black consciousness in the late 1960s. The founder of the South African Students Organization, abbreviated as SASO in 1968, Biko put a lot of his efforts into representing the interests of black students in the then University of Natal. Moreover, SASO was a direct response to the stagnation and inaction of the National Union of South African, of South Africa, excuse me. Biko was an instrumental figure instilling a pro-black mindset that caused the South African government to see him and his followers as defiant and hostile. His experiences were filled with adversity at the height of apartheid and the frustrations he felt living in those conditions drove his philosophy and political activism. For example, he had witnessed police raids during his childhood and had to endure living through the brutality and intimidation the apartheid government was notorious for. In regards to this, the objective to Biko's philosophy focused primarily on liberating the minds of Black people who had been relegated by an oppressive government that viewed them inferior by white power structures. Furthermore, Biko saw the power struggle in South Africa as a microcosm of the confrontation between the third world and the first world. So now I will be talking about the philosophy of black consciousness and how Biko uh, would go forth and push this mindset on all South Africans. So the the black consciousness moving gro grounded itself on a race as a determined grounded itself on race as a determining factor in the oppression of black people in South Africa, which was in response to racial oppression and dehumanization of black people under apartheid. Biko defined black as not being limited to Africans, but also including Asians and colored, which were South Africans of mixed race, including African, European, and Asian origin. The movement's goal was to incorporate black theology, indigenous values, and political organizations against the ruling system. Liberation of the mind was a primary weapon to bring forth a fight for freedom in South Africa. Defining black consciousness as an internal looking process where black people coalesce and strive to regain the pride stripped away from them by the apartheid system. Additionally, his philosophy presented an emphasis on the positive retelling of African history, which had been extremely distorted and denigrated by European imperialists in an attempt to form their colonies. Biko, Biko's writings would state 
the mindset needed for the movement to be successful and how history is crucial in the development for Black South Africans, he said the following, at the heart of this thinking is a realization by Blacks that the most potent weapon is in the hands of the oppressor is the mind of the oppressed. According to Biko, there were necessary steps that needed to be needed to be taken toward restoring dignity to black people, which involves elevating the heroes of African history and promoting African heritage to deconstruct the misconception of Africa being the dark continent. In addition, black consciousness seeks to extract the positive values with indigenous African cultures and make it a standard with which black people evaluate themselves. This would be the first form of resistance toward imperialism and apartheid. Biko believed that by galvanizing around the concept of black consciousness, that black people can seek to produce an outcome where unity is the only option. And with that, they'll stop seeing themselves as appendages to white society. In apartheid South Africa, the mission for black consciousness aimed to unite citizens under the main cause of their oppression. Biko's philosophy implemented messages from Christianity into the concept of black consciousness, but it needed to be taught from the perspective of the oppressed so it could align with the journey of black people's self-realization. According to Biko, black theology must preach that it's a, it's a sin to allow oneself to be oppressed. The fight for freedom is salvation, not to mention Adapting Christianity to African values and belief systems is at the core of doing away with spiritual poverty. In 1972, Biko found the Black People's Convention as a subsidiary organization for the Black Consciousness Movement, which had, been, which had begun gaining ground through universities across the nation. One year later, he and eight other leaders of the movement were banned by the South African government, which limited Biko to his home of King Williamstown. He would defy the banning order by continuing to support the convention, which led to several arrests in the following years. On August 21st, 1977, Biko was detained by South African police and he, and he was held at the Eastern city of Port Elizabeth, where he was brutally, where he was brutally tortured and interrogated. By September 11th, he was found naked and chained to a prison cell door. Due to excessive beatings he had taken, he died in a, he died in a hospital cell the following day as a result of brain injuries sustained by the police. The details surrounding his torture remain unknown, but Biko's death has been understood by many South Africans as an, as an assassination. In closing, Black consciousness transcended a movement. It was a philosophy deeply rooted in African humanism for which Biko should be heralded not only as an, not only as an activist, but as a philosopher in his own right. His legacy remains one deeply relevant today that emphasizes the resistance and self-determination in the face of widespread oppression. This concludes this episode. For more information on this podcast, you can visit the site blackhistory365throwdown.wordpress.com. 
and you can find all episodes for all seasons on there. The show is made possible by Anchor, which is providing a great and easy-to-use service for new and seasoned podcasters. If you enjoy learning something new from the show, then make sure to subscribe on Spotify or whichever platforms you listen to your podcast on. By doing this, you'll stay up to date on my future episodes. Lastly, remember that Black history should be learned about and celebrated every day, and not just 28 days. So stay educated, and thank you for listening. I'm your host, Yusuf Hersey, and until the next episode, peace.